0: Got a car question for Dave or Allen? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Gilman, baby, you sidekick, you
1: hit it. Yee-haw.
0: Buenos dias, senor, senorita. Uh, welcome to Dave's Corner Garage on a nice, nippy Saturday morning here in Toronto. And uh, for all the guys who are scrambling for Valentine's Day. Good luck today. No roses
1: left? Huh? No roses left? Listen,
0: I love my wife. <laughs> what's, okay. what's the Ronnie dangerfield life? Why take my wife, please? Um Yeah, but I you know, I don't drop 80 bucks on roses. Well, you can find them cheaper. I know, but I bought them like 2 weeks ago for 49.99 and they've they died last They're week, dead so dead <laughs> now. <laughs> All right, listen, we have uh, Dave is uh, doing his uh, show, our show, our show from his lounge. At um he didn't he just didn't want to get dressed today. So we're gonna have a great show lined up for you and we're gonna hand it over to him from his studio. Just crank up his microphone, Carlos, for a second, and then uh we'll let it go. Miss David, go
2: ahead, buddy. Okay, first off it was Hannah Youngman, make my wife, please. No, it was Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a vote on that. Okay. You're absolutely wrong.
0: Okay, Dad.
2: <laughs> go ahead. And the reason that was because they couldn't find his life a chair. To sit down, her, her seat was taken, and so she 's wandering around the theater and he keeps saying to the usher, "Please take my wife, please
0: okay, this is a car show not this a not a, a comedy lot. channel.
2: go ahead <laughs> okay, we had a realized lineup today. Um, I always say that, but it 's always true. first off, uh, John Carmichael, who's the registrar for omvic is going to be joining us for a couple of segments we 've got some interesting information from him, including. Uh, how many cars you can buy and sell. You know, like people are buying and selling their own vehicles, not going through the dealership uh, scenario. And um, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about their inspections. It's going to be an interesting conversation. Also, Shannon O'Callaghan. Hi, he uh, got it right,
0: Al. You owe me
2: $5. <laughs>
0: Shannon O'Callaghan. Where is she from, from Davy?
2: She is from the Toronto RV show, otherwise known as the big one. That this is the is major car. This is like the car show for us. It isn't their a show for the RVs? Only this year they're doing it virtually. So the bottom line is, you go on your computer after you've registered, and you can do everything you want to do it normally: buy an RV, get it in there for service, do anything you want, see what's coming up new. So it's interesting. It's virtual. It's tough to do, and uh, we're going to talk to her about that. We got some really interesting emails. Including a fellow who got a ticket for not having re—what's uh, the word I'm looking for a, here? Re, Renewed. Dave. It's called renewed. Renewed. Yes. 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 having his renewed life? his his plates? The government said you don't have to renew this plate, and he ended up getting a ticket. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Um, you because know, like, we had, you know, we've had Kerry Schmidt on here a number of times, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, you know, you're not you're not going to get dinged. Because they don't want you coming in to do your stickers. Well, this guy got right. dinged. Yeah, he got dinged. He's not paying for it though.
2: It's more than just stickers. There's also uh, your your health card. There's yeah. also uh, the uh, the t- sticker that you have when you when you are uh, disadvantaged. Yes. With, your disabled uh, sticker. Yeah. I'm looking for the personally politically, personally politically correct name. Yes. Disabled sticker. So uh, yeah, so that's a real issue. Uh, it actually made the news at CTV, and there's a whole big article about it. So we'll talk about that. And if you want to get in on the conversation, just email us at daycornergarage.com and just send us a note, and we'll put you on.
0: Okay, go have a coffee. Make sure Barb has it warm for you and some. Twenty-four Al Scott, what you got? Did you bring bagels in your cheapskate?
2: No,
1: I didn't
0: actually. What I've got if you
1: did tell me you're hungry. <laughs>
0: This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back with John Carmichael, the CEO of Omvik, right after this. Actually, and
1: I'm looking at your gut there, Steve. you got a big bagel around I, it now. The baby is due. <laughs> in. Uh,
0: okay, we'll go to Weight Watchers right after this. Stay with us. Good morning. Grab a coffee. We'll be back right after this. Dave's Corner Garage. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And to all of our Asian listeners, of which there are hundreds of them, Uh, We wish you a Happy New Year. It's the Year of the Ox. Speaking of stubborn, (laughs) Dave, go for it, buddy. Henny Youngman. Oh, stop with his (laughs) Henny Youngman junk.
2: Rodney Dangerfield was I get no respect. All right. (laughs) All righty. Uh, We have with us John Carmichael. John is the registrar. He always says temporary registrar, but he's been there for a while. So I'm now officially making him the registrar. John, good morning. How are you?
3: I'm good, Dave. How are you? It is permanent. I'm it.
2: Oh, touch wood. There you go. There you go. I finally know somebody who's somebody.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's talk about it.
2: So there was an article or, or an email that came in that said uh, that you had done over 2,000 inspections of dealerships and, and about approximately 900 uh, enforcements were issued. That's, that's not very good odds, is it? That's just under 50%.
3: Well, I guess the, the number is actually 60% of the dealers we inspected, uh, got a clean bill of health and, and, uh, and, uh, received a positive, um, uh, grade if you like. But, uh, for those that didn't, uh, we provide them with input as to what was missing. It's It doesn't mean that there was any uh, significant uh, issues, but it does mean that uh, there are gaps, and we try to fill those gaps through either education or providing advice and input uh, that the dealer can work with.
1: John Allen here. I mean, for our listeners who don't know what you guys do, what things were you looking for specifically?
3: Well, Al, when we go in, we review files, uh, for example, uh, sales files that, uh, have been transacted in the past month, two months, three months. Uh huh. Uh, we'll look through those files and make sure that bill of sales are, are, uh, fully compliant and reflect what the consumer received. You have to keep in mind our job is that of a consumer protection agency, first and foremost. Uh, the second pillar of our existence is, um, is ensuring that we work with the dealer registrants to provide them with the education to uh, increase professionalism and do a better job at what they do, they and their salespeople. So when we're there, we're, we're looking at advertising. Uh, we're looking at their books and records to make sure that everything is in order and on site where it's supposed to be. Uh, under the Motor Vehicle Dealer Act, there are a, a series of compliance issues that are required that Every dealer uh, meets, and when our inspectors are there, uh, I like to consider them ambassadors for OMVIC, but they are there to ensure that the dealer is meeting compliance in all areas of their business.
1: Well, one of the big things you're running right now, of course, is that all-in pricing. That's not something you'd be able to find just on an inspection like that, would it?
3: Sorry, I I, I had a beep through there. Can you
1: say that again? Yeah, you guys have been running your all-in pricing campaign in the last little while. Yes. yeah. But when you're doing the review, you wouldn't be able to really know anything about that, would you? Well, sure we can. We,
3: uh, we'll look at ads. We'll, uh, and now, the all-in pricing issue, uh, that's been lost since 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the concern I have is there are still dealers today who do not comply with all-in pricing. And and all-in pricing really means simply you advertise a vehicle. The only extras, if you're going to price advertise, the only extras are uh HST and license and everything else is built into the bill of sale. If we go through uh a bill of sale find us for multiple uh charges on the bill of sale after the uh the cost of the vehicle uh added to the HSD license and there are maybe two, three, four items uh that are on there, we'll be questioning those issues and trying to ensure that um that the consumer wasn't harmed in any way,
0: John. How many people, roughly, like percentage-wise, are still not understanding all-in pricing is the law? Percentage-wise, roughly,
3: uh, we are still running about forty percent non-compliance in uh, in all-in pricing advertising. If you can believe it, really? Well, you know, that's yeah, a, that's, a, that's,
4: that's my biggest
3: frustration. Yeah, um, it's it's an area that uh, simply should be um pretty straightforward i mean we we have people on the phones who spend their days advising dealers how to meet compliance how to do the uh, advertising how to complete their uh their tasks and um and still we have dealers who are you know they're trying to beat the street for a hundred dollars or something to that effect and um and then when we get in there we we become the uh if you like the enforcement of trying to uh, find out why uh why that occurred, and, and was anybody done any harm to uh, from a consumer perspective? Well,
0: listen, stay on the line with us, and uh, we've got a couple of emails that Dave's going to get to to ask you directly. And if you've got any questions, if you're thinking about getting a car this weekend or over the next week and uh, you're looking to buy a used car, this is the man to talk to, John Carmichael, who's CEO of Onvik, and we'll be back with that. Your questions, Al and Dave from his lounge at home. Right after this. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stay
1: with us. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman. I'm the full time mechanic and one of the owners up at Glen Allen Motors. And, Are you really? Uh, I am so. Full time? <laughs> yes. And on the line, we've got John Carmichael. He's the registrar of OMVIC. And uh, of course, our pal Dave, the uh, what do we call him? He's the significant other, I guess. Dave, you got some questions
2: yeah. for John? Yes, darling, I'm here. Okay. Dar-
1: hey, hey so you guys want a room? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's Valentine's it. Day. What did he get me? I don't know. Okay,
2: by the way, uh, if you want to buy or lease a vehicle, uh, you can go to your dealership by appointment between 7 and 8 p.m., so 7 in the morning to 8 p.m., but only by appointment. Uh, I was actually there at the dealership yesterday finishing an order, and uh, you had to go in by appointment. They had to wear the mask, they inspected you, and you came inside. And I was the only guy in the dealership. So interesting stuff. They do follow the rules. Uh, speaking of rules, how many cars, this is an email we received, how many cars can I buy and sell in a year?
3: I guess, Well, the, the question, I guess, is talking to uh, if I'm buying and selling cars, am I in the business of buying and selling cars?
1: Correct. And
3: if you are in the business of buying and selling cars, you have to be registered with OMVIC to be legally in the business. And uh, so there isn't a a number. If I said to you one vehicle is the limit, that would be the reality. Some people buy a vehicle or two vehicles a year and turn them over. But if you're in the business of, of, of buying and selling vehicles for profit, uh, you have to look in the mirror and determine, am I really a dealer? And if so, uh, I better get registered because that's not in compliance with the uh, Motor Vehicle Dealer Act.
1: I would think really after two, two a year, if you're doing more than that, you must be a
3: dealer, obviously. I think so. I mean, the reality is, um, you know, you're you're floating vehicles for profit. Uh, you've got tax considerations you've got to keep in mind. Uh, The Ministry of Finance is going to have an interest in that. The Ministry of Transport will have an interest in that, and I think you've got to be very, very careful. I I would advise anybody who's... And there are different categories of registering with OMVIC, but uh, if you're going to be buying and selling cars in a year and you're doing it for a profit, uh, think about registering with us because you're uh, you're in the business. John, we had
0: somebody write in on our Facebook page this question, and I will read it to you, sir. It is this... um if you're going to an OMVIC dealer, do you have to make the same kind of appointment online as you would if you're going to a, just a regular dealership?
3: Well, if, no. If you're if you're just doing business online, yeah, yeah, no. You, you can uh, contact the dealer. Um, there are all kinds of tips and direction on buying a vehicle, buying or leasing a vehicle online, and uh, we won't cover them all today. But if if your uh, listeners go to Onvic.ca they'll find an extremely informative uh, website that gives you all the advice about uh, protecting yourself, connecting with an OnVic dealer, buying online, leasing online, uh, how to go about it, and um, and all the details are on the website, OnVic.ca. It, it's very informative.
1: I think it's important that people know that they really, I mean, so many people assume that there's protection, that the government's going to stand behind anything that happens. Um, but people have to know that they have to buy from a licensed dealer. Otherwise, you really are on your own, correct?
3: Well, that is correct. Um, when you buy privately, you don't have the support of OMVIC, and OMVIC, of course, has a compensation fund, which is uh, mandated, again, through the Motor Vehicle Dealer Act. Uh, we have a, a, a the compensation fund is the backstop. In the event you've had a bad experience, and uh and and feel that uh, you have a claim against the dealer
4: mm-hmm.
3: and there is uh and you're not getting the support you need, uh file a complaint with Omvic, let us give you advice and we'll direct you to the uh to the compensation fund if uh if that's where you need to be directed. And uh that's the beauty of dealing with a registered dealer is the compensation fund is the backstop in the event, let's say the dealer goes out of business or there's been a fraud or anything has happened on the way through a situation, the compensation fund is your security net that you don't have when you buy a car privately. And as you know, buying privately, there are people out there who are not registered with OMVIC. We call them curbsiders. There are legitimate private sellers that you can buy a car from. Again, tips at OMVIC.ca and how to buy a car privately. But uh, you've got to be very, very careful because uh, there are people out there that uh, do not have you, uh, or as a consumer, that do not have your best interests in mind. Which I think that's theory, an understatement. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the understatement, of Dave.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's called putting the blocks to you, basically. Yes. <laughs> All
3: yeah, right, Dave.
2: It. Yeah, I had a question. What if it's the other way around? The the fraud is on the consumer side. Does OMBIC protect the dealer?
3: Well, the, yeah, Noamvik will get involved with the dealer to uh, to ensure that they have uh, their rights protected as well. But it mm-hmm. might be that they're directed to uh, they're directed to the police or to uh, um, another source to uh, civilly correct the situation. All
1: right, yeah. John, thank you very much for joining us today. I don't know if you can hear the music, but we do have to take a we have to bail. Thank you very much. All right, omvic.ca, if you've got any questions on the used car industry, that's where you can find out if that guy you're talking to is legit or not. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back with some emails right after this break.
0: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage on this pre-Valentine weekend where all the guys are sweating and the women are going, okay, sometimes, I mean, my lady goes out and buys me something. Does Yeah, I like forty nine dollars you...
2: for flowers.
0: No, yeah, I, I don't want flowers, dear. Just back off. Any
2: flowers like for three bucks? Yeah,
0: are... I've seen your flowers for three bucks, and they die. Dave buys his
1: wife a bag of flour.
2: Yeah, flour <laughs> like Robin Hood flour. <laughs> no,
0: all I just I asked uh, Eileen. I said, "Listen, just for this year, a nice bottle of Macallan eighteen year old." See, Dave's getting a, a bread. <laughs>
2: you know what we're doing?
0: What are you doing?
2: We're uh, we bought. The, Dinner Catered in.
0: Oh, that's great. Would cool.
2: Hamburger? On Valentine's evening, we're having dinner in with candlelight.
0: Oh, yeah. You'll stay awake till 8
1: o'clock. We got a caller, but a Ford. Uh, Al, go ahead.
2: Yeah, we got Ken on line three. He's
1: driving a Ford, mm-hmm. and his brakes are making noise, I think. Ken, what's up? Oh, uh, yes. I have a 2019
2: Ford Edge. Uh-huh. Uh, I purchased it in July 2020. Uh, brand new with 200 kilometers on it. Right. I now have 11,500, uh, I've had it into the dealership twice. Uh, the brakes are squealing every time you apply them. Yes. And now they're telling me that now it needs a brake service.
1: Right, 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 right. And you're wondering why, because you thought your car's under warranty, is that it? Yes, yeah. Well, what's happening is, I, I have, do, you, do you work full time or have you been, basically the car's been parked a whole lot? No, I'm retired. Yeah, but again, because of COVID, have you parked it for extended periods of time, like a week or so? No. No, okay. Uh, Because we're seeing a ton of that where people are parking cars and then, you know, you leave it outside in the driveway and the brake surface gets full of rust. I mean, the rotors get totally complete packed with rust. And then when you start to drive it, that rust actually um, impregnates or gets stuck in the brake pads. Excuse me? And okay. it gets uh, Impregnates? The,
0: rabbit, the rabbit died. Impregnates. <laughs> Sorry
4: to hear that.
1: So, so anyways, so that rust will will make it happen like that. And uh, as far as service, I mean, cars, vehicles do need service. Warranty does not cover that. Um, I would ask them, though, at the end of the day, you know, listen, I understand I have to service the brakes and, and I'll pay you the hour or so to do it. I don't know what they suggested the charge was going to be. But say, listen, I want to make sure at the end of the day my brakes aren't going to squeal because if that's the case... I would like another set, and I think warranty should pick up the could it, price. Could it be something as simple as because
0: he's not driving it a lot? That no, he really.
1: is driving it actually.
0: Uh, just take the wheels off a
1: little bit, and they just can they blow off the rust or whatever could be in there. Uh, no, it's it's actually stuck. You weren't listening. You see, it's impregnated. <laughs> well, that word threw me right off. I you're thought, right, right, right. You don't look like you're showing it all.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's stuck in the pads. So I see. You see it, it, and it's metal. So when you have that metal from rust. Uh, grinding on the brake rotor, that's where you're getting the noise.
0: So, we
2: actually call that morning sickness.
1: Yes. Okay, Henny.
0: Ken, thanks a lot for your call. And uh, listen, <laughs> have a great weekend, and uh, make sure you spoil your lady, okay? You All righty.
2: I had a call this morning from a fellow by the name of Mike. Mike has a 2000 Acura, and it has 300,000-plus miles on it. And the problem is, is that it needs about 3000 to $4,000 worth of work. He doesn't know what to do with the car. Scrap it, donate it, try and sell it in the condition it is, or get a second opinion.
1: Is
0: this a game show? We're going to pick what he should
2: be doing or what? Behind door number one.
1: Well, the nice thing is, you know, because of the internet nowadays, it costs you nothing to advertise the car. Um, so he could, in fact, try to sell it. He could put it on Auto Trader or Kijiji. Just don't tell, uh, you know, John Carmichael. Um, but uh, you could try to get rid of it that way and just say no reasonable offer refused. Who knows? Maybe he finds a guy with the same car. He wants it as a donor vehicle, for example. He may give you $1,000 or two. So if you want the money and you don't care where it goes, by all means, you could do it that way. Or what would you suggest, Dave? I,
0: okay.
2: Me, I, I told him to donate it. Okay, you yeah,
0: go to you uh, can go to like a company that we've had on the air before. Yes, abuse hurts. abusehurts.ca. Anybody listening right now wants to get rid of their car. abusehurts.ca and here's their number. <laughs> Glasses are not on. God help me. Okay, here's the number for abuse hurts. Anybody listening out there? 905 727 4357. 905-727-4357. All the money that's donated you know, they give it back to women who are going through domestic violence and men and get the
2: families back on
0: board. So that's what I would do.
1: I Maybe mean, there's a florist out there that wants a beater car for deliveries and he'll trade you for a dozen roses.
2: You just yeah, want to... Remember, it needs three to $4,000 worth of work for oil leaks.
1: That's a lot of roses. Oh, really? Oh, forget yeah. it.
2: Yeah, I would... Well, it, it needs a head gasket or something.
1: I would buy a cake and just congratulate yourself for having it last that long.
3: Yes. Any yeah. more questions, so- Dave?
2: Okay, now the last question was, uh, these tickets, people cannot renew their, their license plates, etc., and yet are getting ticketed, even though the province says you don't have to do that. You can just drive on the old ones, and when the new ones come out finally, you got to pay for both years or pay for the year that you were using the plate but hadn't paid for it.
1: You know, this came up a couple months ago, and we had Kerry Schmidt on board, and he was saying that it, you know, like you said. There shouldn't be tickets issued, but there was for some reason. Um, But at that point, Dave, you know, just so I don't get stuck in the middle of it, I went online and was able to, you know, order my stickers. And it was quite simple. You know, I just give a credit card. And uh, within three days, I got my stickers and I put them on. Um, Because like you say, at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay for all that time you missed, right?
2: Yeah, I think the situation is if you owe money for the four oh seven. Uh, oh, who doesn't you won't get your your, uh, your sticker? Yeah,
0: what they're going to do though is they're going to give you at least a two to three week gracing period because um, because of a lot of the mail is being delayed. You're not going to get it on time. Uh, I actually reached out to Service Ontario yesterday in the on their internet on their website. Yep, and uh, they wrote back saying it's a computer that writes back to you. Thank you for your message. We'll get back to you in a month. So, you know, yeah. if not going to take that long to get back to me in a month. Yeah,
1: but you the, know what? Here's the, your ticket. The Check offices out. are open, though. Uh, yes. yes, they yeah, are. They By are. It. I mean, so you could go and do it. You,
0: you wear a mask in here. You're going to go in there? Why not? You I will it. maintain
1: my distance and uh, Yeah, good luck. Do it. Good luck.
2: You know, um, I know some people that uh, service Ontario. Let's get them on for next week. Well, that's, you.
1: just
0: listen. That's what we just said. We're gonna try and get him on. Dave he, Dave knows the guys from service the dishes. That's yeah. Who you know. I think.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen, we got the lines open for you. If you want to give us a call, one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Carlos will take your question and we'll try and get you on. And Carlos, what do you think? Can we fly with one right now or what?
1: We got John and Mississauga on the line. <laughs> Let's uh see what John's got to say. Go John, how you doing?
4: Good morning, guys. I'm doing fine. I just was on the car and I listened to you guys. Um, I turned 80 in January. Yes, God bless me.
1: Congratulations! And, <laughs> happy birthday!
4: <laughs> Thank you. And um, anyhow, I didn't receive whether I go for the exam or whether I go for the sticker. Yes. And you guys were saying, you know, if, if somebody stops me, what what's my uh, what what explanation I give to the officer?
0: Well, change
2: then...
4: your birthday. <laughs>
0: Don't mind he him. He to. thinks he's Henny
1: Youngman today. Al go ahead. Well, according to the ministry, you do not have to worry about that. But unfortunately there's some police out there that not don't know that. Be careful. Um, <laughs> so at the end of the day, you know uh-huh. at the end of the day, John, you will need it. So I don't I don't see unless you're scared of going into the office or you can't go online. You know well, why wouldn't no, you get no, I'm,
4: it? I'm not scared at all, my friend. It's just that, as a matter of fact, I you know I, I walk every morning, yeah. and 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 the the service is not even a kilometer from me.
1: And it's program. open. Have, have you passed it? Is that particular office open? Yeah,
4: it is open. Yeah, it, it's open. I would go in it's and going, get it. Yeah,
1: because yeah, at the end of the day, you're going to have to make up for it, anyways. I mean, it's oh, not no, like they'd... no, no, it's,
4: it's it's no problem. I, I'm actually, I even get two years, you know, because I don't want to bother. But but so in other words, you still can go to the office and get it, even although you didn't receive the renewal. Correct. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, and if you didn't, if you did, just so you know, if you didn't want to go in, yeah. and you have access to a computer, you go on their website. They then, once you're registered with everything, they send you back an email uh-huh. confirming everything. Yeah. You print that off. As long as you have that with you,
4: uh-huh.
0: they can't ding you for a ticket until you get uh-huh. in.
4: All right? You no, know, because I want to be safe, eh? You know I mean? Yeah. Uh, look, my pension my went up by around a couple bucks. So I can't afford it. But anyhow.
1: John, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Have a great
4: weekend. I'll, I'll do that. I'll go on the computer, tell my son-in-law, and, and or I'll go to the office if yep. I'm working.
0: For sure. Have a good weekend, buddy. And, ha- and happy birthday. Davey's almost as young as you.
2: I wonder if there's an insurance <laughs> issue in the fact that your driver's license has officially expired and you're still driving. Uh, you know, there's a question there about will the insurance pay because you're an unlicensed driver?
1: Well, you, you didn't lose your license no. because you didn't renew it.
2: Yes, you did. You, Legally you did? And you know how insurance companies are.
0: Oh, they're very welcoming to your problems.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so so you think all of the
1: people out there driving with expired licenses have yeah, no insurances at this think. point? Well, so, I remember...
0: Hey, listen, we had Kerry Schmidt on a few weeks ago. You know, off the air, he was expressing how much... With the percentage of drivers that are out there that are driving with no insurance. And, like, lately... I've seen more birds flying around Toronto when I'm driving, Yeah, and there are no birds in the trees.
1: Yeah, but that was their choice, to not have insurance and to drive. True,
0: but I mean, people are flipping you the bird like crazy now.
1: Really? No, it's nuts. Everybody's in a hurry. Okay. Plus,
0: the roads are not as busy. Right. And like, I came down the Gardner this morning, and it
1: was just Empty. I watched Marketplace last night. They said that's the reason I had all the speeders are out there. Two guys
0: came by Keeper me. People are going crazy. I was doing a buck 20. Uh-huh. They were doing at least 180. Wow. Yeah. It's just, it's lovely. Love driving in this city. Uh, all right.
2: By way, what? Um, once I I lost my license, Ooh. I was on vacation, and uh, apparently my license hasn't been paid because I never got a letter. And uh, the insurance said, if you have an accident, we will pay for the other guy. We will not pay for your car.
0: And that's why dealing with insurance companies is such a joy. Yes. It really is. All right, listen, hang on there, Dave. We've got a couple calls to get to before the top of the hour. But next, uh, if you're just itching to get out and do some camping or just drool and look at some of the RVs, we're going to talk to Shannon O'Callaghan, the Toronto RV and Camping Show, coming up next on Dave's Corner Garage. Al, you are showing a little bit there.
1: Where? Were you? you know, oh, you were talking about my... Uh, your bulge. Battle of the bulge. My inoculation.
0: Debbie's cooking's good. We'll <laughs> be back right
1: after this. Welcome
0: back to Dave's Corner Garage, and you can follow us online uh, at davescornergarage.com. Correct. Very yeah. good. Now, we're going to get you ready for spring and summer, because
1: it's only 35
0: days till spring.
1: And what, what color will the condition of our province be in at that point? Still? Oh, who knows? They don't even know.
0: Let's not go there. Gray, red, green. Well, my, <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. The whole segue is you can do something safe with your family.
0: That's right. I'll do purple, maybe blue for the Leafs. Okay, let's get on with this. Uh, we have on the line right now Shannon O'Callaghan, who is involved with the Toronto RV camping and uh, show that's coming up virtually. Dave, I'm going to hand it over to you, and you can talk to Shannon. and Be nice.
2: Okay. Well, the RV show, which is called The Big One, has been around for as long as I can remember at the Toronto Congress Centre. And now, this year, because of COVID, uh, they've gone virtual, which I believe is harder than doing it actual. Good morning, Shannon. How are you?
5: Hello, thank you for having me. And uh, just to let you know, the show has been actually at the International Center for over 40 years, but yes, it has been around a long time. <laughs> all right. All
2: right. <laughs> Go ahead. Though. So tell me something, how hard is it to do a virtual show?
5: Well, you know what, There at the beginning we thought, geez, how are we going to do this? But uh, now that it's all put together, we had a great team that put this seamless platform together. Uh, we're, we're quite uh, happy to let everybody know that it's very, it, was, um, it wasn't too hard to put together because we, we took it from the consumer standpoint and what they would want. So once we had that figured out, the rest was, um, you know, just about developing. And now we've, uh, we've got something that's super easy to navigate for everybody. So it is a live show. People
1: will be able to, to watch you online and, then, and, and get involved too, with ask you live questions, correct?
5: Absolutely. I'll be live during the four days with mm-hmm. a variety of uh, mix of interviews and entertainment as well. You know, at the same time, seminars will be happening. And if you happen to miss one, it'll go over to the on-demand section. So it's, uh, it'll be just full of activity for the four days.
0: Shannon, while we're talking to you right now, uh, give out the website slowly because it is Saturday morning and then people can sort of go on it while we're, while we're talking to you. What's the website there?
5: It's thebigrvshow.ca.
0: See that, Dave? It's T-H-E. <laughs> okay, so give us an idea of some of the manufacturers that are going to be there this year.
5: Well, we've, uh, we've actually have them listed on the website if you want to take a look. Right. We've got all the brands and manufacturers listed so you can get ready to see what's going to be on display, as well as all the dealers. So in case you even know one of your local dealers, you can kind of plan to visit their virtual booth and reach out to them
0: and what are the dates for for the show
5: february 25th to 28th How long and it's uh, from thursday to sunday and our regular show hours so 10 to 7 thursday to saturday and 10 to 5 on sunday
1: now rvs of course are a great way for people to do holidays and and remaining within their bubble i mean we have to think of COVID. unfortunately um let's say someone's this is the first time ever they've you know, decided to do something like this. Do you have, uh, like, a beginner's course? Is there something that they can find out, like, how do you do this?
5: Absolutely. We actually have a seminar, and it's called RV um, for, beginner, for Beginners. And uh, you can join in, and you can ask questions, anything you want to know. And you can, you know, it's all about everything that you ever wanted to know if you've never done it before. How do you park it? All the way to financing.
1: Oh, cool. And then as well, you've got someone on there, like, let, let's say, you know, you just want to try it. You don't necessarily have to buy one. You could rent one.
5: That's right. We have a rental agency. Um, you can visit their virtual booth and find all about that. And uh, we'll also have uh We'll be interviewing um, uh, Michael from RV Easy, so you can learn a little bit about uh, how that all works. Yeah,
0: we've had him on the there uh, a couple times. He's, what a great idea. RV Easy. RV Easy.com. Now, Shannon, a couple of questions that came through on our Facebook page were, uh, okay, I get an RV or I get a trailer, What do we call it. Um, how difficult do you think it's going to be to get campsites this year? And as part of your show, will there be somebody from Parks Canada involved with it as well?
5: We actually have Ontario Parks. They are participating with a virtual booth and they are, we'll be communicating some education about their parks uh, via video. And we'll also have um, a a good list of uh, other campgrounds and you can visit their virtual booths and find out about their availability. And this is, you know, it's all part of the show. It's not just selling RVs, but it's exactly what you just said. Where are we putting them, and where can you go camping this year? Well, at the show, you can find out, and you can easily communicate with these campground owners and find out about weekend packages, weekly packages, seasonal packages. There's a variety of uh, information you can find out. Not only that, but we'll have a, an exclusive... Seminar with Alex Anderson from Camping in Ontario, right. talking about just how to find a campsite.
1: All right, sounds great. And oh, it's, it's phenomenal.
5: Yeah, and again, for
1: people who have not heard before or not really not been interested in the RV business, um, you know, you're talking all the way from little tent trailers, correct, all the way up until the ones you drive themselves, right? big
5: ones, absolutely. And you can search for any type while you're on there. And the platform offers you can on search by brand, manufacturer, the dealer if you know the dealer. And you can search by length, and it's all 2021 models. And uh, and then it's, like I said, very easy to visit a virtual booth and chat with a dealer. And there's several forms of communication, and super easy to navigate. If you visit our website, thebigrvshow.ca, and check out the video under About the Show, it's it's a video that shows you a sneak peek of the platform, and it shows you how to use it. So you can really just be totally prepared and, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be wild.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, we really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, we'll, we'll do another little promotion for it next weekend. Don't forget everybody. It's the, uh, the big one, the RV show that's coming up February 25th, the 28th. This week, say goodbye to February and get ready for spring. Shannon, thanks for, your, uh, taking some time to talk to us and, uh, you have a great weekend. And Al wanted to wish you, uh, Happy Valentine's Day.
5: Oh, thank you. Come on, and Al. Back to you.
0: Come on, Al. Give You're her, very welcome. Give her a little virtual Happy hug.
1: anniversary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shannon, have a great weekend.
5: Okay, you too. Thanks.
0: All right, listen, we got some time right to the top of the hour for some calls. Do we have one? Or Uh-oh. did you want to? Uh... Well. Uh, okay, we'll wrap it up. We'll get to a caller.
1: <laughs> we're getting the finger of faith here. That wasn't
0: wasn't a rosy scent, did it?
1: (laughs) No, I don't think so. Okay. I think we better rap.
0: 1-866-740-4740. That's the number to get to it. And we'll get to you
1: and you and even you. Rap. After this. Is that like the poem that you got to say with music behind? Or is that like... Of (laughs) We're gone. I don't know. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back.
0: It's our Valentine's show, in case you missed it. Where's He's, the chocolate? You still haven't give me a. Rose. Where's the flowers? I don't want flowers. You want Robin Hood. Oh, flour. the
1: delivery person is here. Did he bring? <laughs> uh, Robbie's here. He didn't bring flowers. No,
0: here? no bagels, no coffee. Get out of here, lady.
1: <laughs> All right, listen. We got to get to another call here. We're but... going to go to Keswick, and we've got Margaret up there. She's got a letter. Uh, was it a dear John letter or, or oh, come to my party letter? It.
6: What kind of letter you got, Margaret? Oh, hi guys. How are you doing? Great. Great thanks. Good. Yeah, it was a, It's a safety recall letter from GM. Hmm. For my 2012 Buick Regal, right? Okay, the, I want to give you the beforehand story. Received the letter yesterday. However, I didn't know what a metal tow link was till it broke on the side of the highway, and that's where I stayed. So, of course, I had my car towed to my mechanic, and he repaired it. But then I get a letter yesterday saying because of the same um, part or whatever that when the parts come in, <laughs> they will repair your car at a GM dealership for free. But what do I do now? I, I had to repair the car.
1: Question. Uh, someone called me on this yesterday, believe it or not. Oh, and, okay. But I didn't know what a metal tow link was.
6: Yeah, well, I didn't either.
0: <laughs> I oh, wait, hang on. We got a mechanic in the line in his lounge. Maybe Dave knows. Dave, Dave,
6: Dave th- would know, yeah. Right. Dave, what's a metal <laughs> tow link?
1: I have
2: no idea.
1: Oh,
6: good. Go back to bed. <laughs> okay.
1: So, Margaret, <laughs> so what, what did it's, it cost you for that
6: repair? I I knew you were going to ask me that, and I don't have the invoice in front of me. But it's always the labor; it's never the part that's the cost. I I don't want to say because I'm not even sure.
1: I mean, was it fifty bucks or was it two hundred bucks? Not even a guess.
6: I'm not even sure. I don't have it here in front of me, and I should have. Well, uh, I guess.
1: I well, you
6: will <laughs> need a copy of it to.
2: True. Oh, so yeah, I, keep, you, yeah you I have keep a copy of it.
6: But I didn't know what steps going forward. Would I get any reimbursement? Or?
2: Yes. You have to keep the receipts. Right. And the old parts, And then once they come in, or just go now to a, a GM dealer, and they will give you back the equivalency of your, of the repair.
6: Oh, okay, awesome. Because as you people know, it's always the labor. It's not the part. Yeah. Okay. So
2: as long as you have all the documentation there's no reason that the you can't get your money back.
6: Okay, and I was going to mention also. I listen to you guys every Saturday. Great. That's great for a female, right?
0: Well, you know what? Because great of that, anybody. because of that, we may send you some flowers.
6: Wouldn't that be nice?
0: Well, it would be. It we, we'll but, work on it. We'll just Canada Post, but it could take a year. But
6: yeah, I know. The thought I'm going to send you is... guys some jelly beans at Easter, but you know, Canada Post. <laughs> we just just driving down. We're hungry in the morning here.
1: <laughs> Margaret, question. Your car, this metal tow, um, is there one or
6: two? And and It was just the one that broke. And then it's something to do with the rear suspension, isn't it? Uh, it could very well be. I, I'm yeah. guessing that myself. But uh, it's fine now.
1: Right, right, right. But I'm, my whole point is that if there's two of them, yes. you know, one broke and you had that fixed, you may oh, want to it. have the dealership check the other one.
2: Exactly.
1: And if it need be, having it changed as well.
2: Yeah. yeah, there are cases where it's they can't supply the car part, and yet it's unsafe. They should resupply you with a loaner till
6: so they can get the part. Well, that's what I was wondering, too. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ask okay. and, and tell them Dave and L without any jelly beans, sent yeah. you there. and they uh, will. You loan. Yeah, for sure. I will. If they don't give you one, give us a call back, all right?
6: Okay. Have and a... you guys take care, eh? Thanks, Margaret. Bye. Okay, bye for now. Thank you. Now, Dave, from what I understood, the letter
1: talked about corrosion. Uh, I, I'm wondering if our pals at uh, Crown know anything about this. Or, well, or perhaps know, if the car problem. was sprayed, maybe it would have been avoided, eh? <laughs> eh? Hey, as you
2: go. I was eight. going to say that um, the Freestar had a big problem with the rear suspension collapsing. And Ford gave everybody a car to drive while this car was off the road because it, it was not safe. Right. So here's the same situation, just a different manufacturer.
1: Well, you know what? From talking to our friends at Ford, as a matter of fact, they were saying that you know because of COVID, manufacturing facilities have been closed up, and they make, they're having problems supplying parts. It could be the same situation with this.
2: And they're still having problems with the Takata airbags. That still hasn't been resolved.
1: Really? It's only
0: been what seven years?
2: Yes, that's unbelievable. What a scandal!
1: Well, I'm, so I'm a- actually surprised, though, where the company has gone bankrupt altogether. How can they still be paying for these? I don't know.
0: Honda owns it now. Ah. Did you want to get to an email? Because we got about a minute there, Dave. Uh,
2: Okay, I drive a 2011 Jeep. I want to upgrade my headlights. Any advice?
1: Yeah, get a 2016.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's such a goof.
1: Getting a new car, that would be good. It's difficult because, you see, if you're going to go with a brighter headlight, you have to know how much more current these new headlights perhaps are going to draw. So if it's a conventional bulb and you want it brighter it's going to take more current to drive those lights and the wiring in the vehicle is only meant to accept a certain amount Dave? have yeah, 55 watts okay so what do you th- what do you suggest
2: uh first off there's a there's a up called silver spear silver star uh, they're kind of a blue white right uh less than 55 watts you get them at your local uh, automotive store. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the tire store. Right. You, any automotive supplier. And uh, you stick those suckers in, and you are brighter. And what about LEDs? A lot of people are going that way. Yeah. They're, they're out, but I'm not sure about their applications if they don't need a transformer.
0: Hmm. Why is it Someone just wrote in about you're talking about headlights. What is the difference between, and we've got time to go here, but uh, why do lights seem to go at this time of the year when it's going from cold to mild? They burn out quickly. Any reason?
1: I don't know. I've never heard of that well, before. Talk to Margaret up in Keswick. She'll let you know. Well, I'm going to look into that, Steve, and then I'll get back to you on that next week. Thank you very much for uh, joining in today. Of course, we had John Carmichael from Amvik. We had Shannon O'Callaghan from the RV show, the, the, the big, big RV the show. The big RV
0: show. And you gave her a hug, too, which was nice. There
1: you go. And yeah. thank you, Dave, for uh,
2: helping us out. It's amazing how fast the hour goes. All right. Go back to bed. All right.
0: Everybody, thanks for calling in. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Let's get this show off and get back to a normal life. Have a great Valentine's weekend, and we will talk to you next week right here on... Dave's Corner Garage. Drive safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Give me a hug. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner
3: Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11. On Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.